6.35 the time right now. And Israeli police yesterday clashed with Palestinian mourners packed around the coffin of killed Al Jazeera reporter Shireen Abu Akleh at the start of a funeral procession in Jerusalem. Masked police officers faced scores of flag-waving and chanting Palestinians in East Jerusalem. The uh, violent scenes underlined the growing anger over Abu Akleh's killing which has threatened to add further fuel to uh, an already raging conflict. Now, Abu Akleh was shot while reporting on an Israeli raid in the occupied West Bank on Wednesday. For some reaction to this development, we're joined on the line by Mohammed Desai, Director at Africa for Palestine. Mohammed, good morning. Hi, good morning to you, uh, Ode, and to all your listeners this morning. Were you surprised by what transpired at the funeral? Well, we must be clear, there were no clashes yesterday. It was deliberate assault, an assault, a violent assault and beating up of mourners. The mourners weren't facing down the Israeli soldiers. Mm. The Israeli soldiers had no business there in the first place. Uh, these were mourners that were carrying their dead, that they were carrying their cherished daughter of Palestine to her final resting place. Mm. And there was absolutely no reason for them to attack the uh, pallbearers carrying her casket. Uh, so I think on the one hand, whilst we were horrified by the kind of scenes that were coming out, we joined the rest of the international community and the various media organizations that have condemned both her murder by uh, at the hands of a sniper, but mm. also the uh, violent scenes that we saw yesterday meted out by the Israeli uh, soldiers. But on the other hand, I think that yesterday was also a mass celebration of the life of Shireen and also of the resilience of the Palestinian uh, people who have witnessed to this kind of Israeli violence over the years. You know, authorities in Israel have, have seemingly, Mohammed, done an about turn immediately after the killing. They said it, it has to be a Palestinian. Then uh, about 24 hours later, they rescinded and said, well, it may have been an Israeli soldier, but the bullet possibly just ricocheted off the ground and killed her. We, we're now told that Israeli military authorities, uh, uh, they're saying that, uh, or they at least told the Wall Street Journal, that they, the rifles of the soldiers present on the day have been confiscated and uh, have been sent for ballistic testing. Do you hold any stock in that investigation being a just one? Well, uh, well, two things, Ode, and I'm so glad that you are raising this issue and that you've you've cast a spotlight on it. And I think one of the reasons that we can uh, be grateful that the truth has come out is because of an Israeli human rights mm. organization by the name of Beth Selim, that when the Israeli prime minister tried to put forward this kind of spin on Twitter, suggesting that it was a Palestinian that killed uh, Shireen, uh, it was an Israeli human rights organization that then exposed the fact that this was entirely impossible. I don't think that we have much hope in any Israeli uh, investigation. This is a bit like apartheid South Africa undertaking to investigate the Sharpeville massacre mm. or any mm. other incident. There is no hope because we know what the agenda of the apartheid regime back in the 80s was and we know what the agenda of the Israeli regime is today. However, what we are interested in as a human rights organization is in holding Israel accountable. Holding Israel accountable not only for the murder of Shireen uh, just this last week, but also holding Israel accountable for the murder of over 55 Palestinians last year, this time uh, during an 11-day offensive Mm. that also saw the complete and entire destruction of another media house. The media house Associated Press was housed in a building that was completely destroyed by by Israeli missile attacks. So this is a pattern that we are seeing and we we feel that uh, that it's about time that the international community through international structures such 
as the International Criminal Court, the International Court of Justice, and specifically the United Nations holds Israel accountable. And we hope that South Africa will play a role in this. I, I wanted to just ask you specifically there, because we've seen pressure from the United Nations, United States, European Union, for, for a transparent, independent investigation. We've also seen uh, the Palestinian president, Mohammed Abbas, say, saying he will refer the killing of Shireen to the International Criminal Court. That, that second measure, is, is that the ideal or is there another way to get to the truth around why journalist Shireen Abu Akleh was killed? I think you're spot on. I mean, we need to move beyond just the platitudes. We need to move beyond just the mere words that are being uttered by some representatives of the EU, of the UN, or other structures. We need the, uh, we need these organizations as institutions to take action and to hold Israel accountable. This is similar to, uh, during the 80s. Uh, we had individuals within the UN. We had individuals within various UN structures that were condemning apartheid. But it wasn't until the UN Committee Against Apartheid was established that held uh, apartheid South Africa accountable. Likewise, we want the ICC not just to pronounce on this issue, but to actually take action to hold Israel accountable. These are multilateral platforms that the, that the world's community has available in the face of such tyranny, and we hope that it becomes activated. And until it becomes activated, will advocate and agitate for this. I think that one of the positive things in a very in a very weird way is that uh, Shireen was a Palestinian Christian. Mm. And one of the issues that has been highlighted by her killing is the fact that the Palestinians are made up of a multiplicity of uh, religions. And the Christian community in particular worldwide has taken a massive, uh, ha- has made a massive uh, impact. For example, we have the Presbyterian Church, Methodist Church, Anglican Church of Southern Africa, the United Congregational Church of Southern Africa, that have all taken various forms of boycott resolutions in the last three to five years. We hope that the international church community will also be mobilized in this moment and Mm. in this instance. Let let me ask you this. We we saw days after footage went viral of people hogtied and shot in the back in Ukraine. Aired. We saw investigators from uh, the, the ICC on the ground in, in Ukraine. Has there been any indication that, that even if it's just after the killing of Shireen, that the same will happen there? Unfortunately, I think that if you don't have blonde hair and blue eyes, you're not treated the same way as if you if you are an Arab or if you are an African. And this is the kind of hypocrisy that we are seeing on the world stage. However, I do think that this kind of hypocrisy is being exposed for the first time. I think that in the past, colonial powers and mostly Western powers got away literally with murder on the African continent, on the Af- uh, on the in Latin America and in Asia. Uh, but uh, it's now being exposed, especially through the issue in Ukraine, where uh, certain uh, crimes that are being committed in Ukraine, uh, which should be held accountable, are being exposed, but at the real expense of the crimes that are being committed against the majority of the world's population, against brown people and black people. Mohamed Desai, thank you for your time, and he's the director at Africa for Palestine.